The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Winning Pick. weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to the AFC American Football Conference of the NFL. This is the full official preview. As always, my name, John Malika, co-host of Knicks, Jets, etc. with Alex Jeteris. This is our video producer and co-host on the Jets pod. And, you know, one of the, one of the, our, our big gambling guys here. What up, Greg? What's going on, man? Happy to be here. Happy to start talking some NFL because it is right around the corner. So get your bets in now. Yeah, dude. We, I mean, we had the week zero college tees yep we, we went through all the conferences with our boy chip he's definitely our college guy uh wrote a little article on new mexico <laughs> you know uh before the season started so he's deep into uh the weeds of the college game as always if you want to catch that uh you go to the Knicks, comma jets comma etc period youtube if you're here already hit us with the like hit us with the subscribe button that way you'll know when we drop the previews for you know, the NFC coming up here. We already did the previews for the college. And then we're going to start doing week-to-week bets, right? Whether that's for college or that's for the NFL. So make sure you stay, you know, stay on top of that. Be subscribed. Uh, like it. Also, we're on Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, so you can definitely find us there on the Winning Picks Weekly. That's Winning Picks Weekly, right? Our Twitter is Winning P Weekly. And... As always, uh, Knicks, Jets, etc. has the Knicks episodes, right, with the R.J. Barrett extension going on. We got the Jets episodes going on with cutting with the cut season. And, of course, you know, every, every game we do a preview and uh, we do a review um, of each game. So definitely check all that out. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it, we are there, as our boy Alex always likes to say. But we yeah. are here. You are here for the AFC preview. And without further ado, I mean, you, you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. We're big Jets fans here. Um, the AFC, especially with the AFC North, right? Being, you know, the first four games of the Jets. I mean, we're, we're all over this, Greg. Uh, I couldn't be more excited. I don't have to read anything, <laughs> to, you know, to get, to get myself, uh, primed for, uh, the NFL. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's, and you know, all things being fair, 
let's just start with the AFC East, right? Because this is the this is our bread and butter. Uh, obviously, Jets fans here. Cut day. We are we are crying and being excited over literally like the seventieth man on the roster, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> so we are in the weeds here. But this also happens to be the division, right? That's that's owned the entire league for a long time. Speaking of the Patriots, we have one of the most exciting transactions happening, and that has to do with the Dolphins and Tyreek Hill going from the Chiefs, another AFC team, down to the Dolphins, uh, matching up with Tua, a new head coach there. That looks like he's <laughs> 21 years old. So <laughs> yeah. interesting, interesting things happening in Miami with the injuries as well. We'll get into all that. And then we got the Buffalo Bills, the clear and favorite, you know, to win not only the division, not only the conference, but a lot of people have them winning the Super Bowl. And uh, in typical Buffalo Bill fashion, headlines already before the season even started in a year where everything's supposed to be amazing, nice and dandy. Josh Allen, no more questions about him. Gabriel Davis coming on the map. And now it's all about the punter that they drafted in the fourth round who got cut for allegedly raping somebody. So, <laughs> I mean, this division has it all, man. And, of course, the New York Jets where Zach Wilson gets injured, right, in uh, in the first – second series? The first series of the preseason. Yeah. First, well, second series. After second series through a pick in the first one. Yeah, through a pick. And oh. then they got, they, got, they got the non-contact injury all into a frenzy. Right? Yeah. I mean, the division has it all. It's all set up for drama. They got the Patriots. Can't I was going to say, you haven't even mentioned the Patriots who are I mean, working. They own the division. They own the division. And now we got, you know, McCorkle Jones out here. Uh, he's in the best shape of his life, leading the pack there on uh, the best shape of their life tour. So, you know, let's start, let's start with New England, man. New England today had a pretty interesting cut day. Yeah. They cut two guys that they drafted in 2020. They literally cannot draft. Uh, I, I think it's actually a testament to that guy, number 12, which, Thankfully, we don't have to think about too much, right? He's going to be on the NFC episode. We don't have to think about him today. But he was a deodorant for this team, man. And and we see it come come through, you know, week to week. And Bill Belichick, the defensive genius, lost Jackson here too, right? So now the defense is a little depleted from last year. Tried to bring Malcolm Butler. That didn't work out. They, they're an interesting squad, man. They got... um the running back who just retired, James Sweetfeet White, who literally tore apart the New York Jets. Right? He was there. He should have been the Super Bowl MVP for them a couple of years ago as well for yep. the Falcons. Like, like they they're slowly, slowly falling apart here. So I'll ask you, man, what are your thoughts on the New England Patriots in this AFC East division? Right? There's the there's the over under wins here. There's uh, the playoffs. Like, what 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 are, what are your thoughts on New England? Yeah, I think it's the first time in a long time. I think it's the most question marks they've had going into a season in a long time. Last year, I really liked them. I think I had their alternate over. I had them to win the division and I had them in, to win the Super Bowl. Um, cause I thought, you know, okay, you get Mac Jones, you reload at quarterback. They have enough pieces to kind of make it work with a rookie quarterback. And they did. I mean, they had a good season last year. I think they had 10 wins. Made the playoffs. Got Future sp- Belichick wins, right? Yeah. Like, the, like the Bills game, where Bills game threw three times. Yeah, <laughs> right? like yeah. Future so. Belichick games, you're like, oh, here we go, dude. This guy is never gonna stop. 
And there was a couple more, too, that just haunt me. I mean, we had a terrible game against them when they came to New York early Stop. in the season. Stop. Talk so, about haunting. I literally have nightmares about those throws by Zach. Yeah, Wilson. I don't think it's going to be the same this year because there's so many question marks in so many positions. Offensive lines, huge question mark. Wide receiver, huge question marks. <laughs> Running back, I think, is pretty solid for them with, you know, Ramondre Stevens and Harris there. I think tight end's pretty good. Hunter Henry, I think, had a good season last year. And they have John Smith, who was a stud at Tennessee, and then now he just stinks. So, But he's lurking. He's there. Defense question marks all over the place. To your point, J.C. Jackson, maybe one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Leaves goes to the Chargers, also in the AFC, so we'll talk about them in a little bit. And then they bring in Malcolm Butler back, and he's down for the year with an injury already. <laughs> no, he's not down. They just cut him. Oh, they cut him. I thought he was out. I thought he got injured. No, I, I, I... Oh, maybe it was injured, but they got rid of him. It was kind of suspicious, kind of like it's all over, right? Okay. That was supposed to be his last kind of hurrah here. Back yeah. with Belichick who made him, you know, did the Vrabel thing. I think it's done. I think it's done for Malcolm Butler. Yeah, so like I was saying, too, I think just too many question marks this year. Them to make the playoffs is plus 160. I, yep. I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. To win the division's 500 behind the Dolphins. You know, I just don't, I don't really like the Patriot bets really any which way. I don't like win totals. I don't really like their, whatever their number is right now. I'm pulling it up. I think it's eight and a half. So, so I, I took them in a parlay with Fandle that had the 10 plus wins. I mean, the, the, the over 500. There's an over 500 parlay. Okay. Uh, for wins. So you have to be over eight, eight and one. Right. Yep. I took that with New England. That's about the most optimism I can give them. And it's really because there's a guy named Billy Belichick, you know, holding it down there. If he wasn't there, especially when they lose McDaniels, they don't have a coordinator, right? They're trying to figure out in the preseason who's calling plays. I mean, if that's not the most Jetsian Jets move of all time, I don't know what is, man. It's crazy. If they had any other jersey on, I would be taking them. I'm, I promise you, I would be taking them to have the worst record in the entire league. I'm not even joking. I really would if it, if it was not Bill Belichick. But because it's Bill Belichick, right, because we saw McCorkle be a game manager, because they have running backs, because they have the tight end. I mean, they have Judon, right, who can hold it down and do some things sometimes. Yeah. You, you, you got to trust Belichick. We never heard of Malcolm Butler before, you know, Belichick made it. We never heard of Jackson before Belichick made it. So you sure. got to give him some credit there, right? And that's the only reason. Over 500 is the best I could do for them. Uh, do I think they're going to make the playoffs? I'm not going to say no because that's the most dangerous game of all time, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, you'd be wrong for the last, you know, two decades. If even you, if when you I was sitting sit my butt in MetLife, freezing and being all excited about Matt Castle or Jimmy Garoppolo, like they, you know, <laughs> yeah, they but to, the playoffs, to, but they won 11 games, like <laughs> yeah, but to make the playoffs, you know, keeping the division. I don't know if it's a homer pick. We both got the Jets backgrounds. The Jets at plus 700, 750, depending on where you're looking on FanDuel. I like that. At a chance to make a wild card spot, plus 700. I think there's a lot of juice there. I don't think the playoffs the J- or division? To make the playoffs. To make the playoffs. So the Not Jets. to win the division for the Jets. Okay. So we moved off from the Patriots here. Go ahead. Talk, talk to yeah. you. Yeah. Just, just trying to just bounce, just because you were talking yeah. about to make the playoffs. I like the Jets plus 700, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think uh, they're not far behind, if at all, the Patriots and the Dolphins. Um, 
and they're both the Dolphins and the Patriots like plus 150 plus you know plus 130 to make the playoffs the Jets at plus 700 I think there's a legit shot that they're in the hunt towards the end of the season you win a couple good games down the stretch and their schedule is pretty light towards the last you know last six games or so so I like that if I'm taking anything from this division I'm taking the Jets to make the playoffs at plus 700 and I'm taking a couple props uh later on we'll get to not with the Jets, with uh, Josh Allen. Okay, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll get to the Bills here, but let's let's give some due to the Jets. Where I I agree with you, man. I mean, I, I, we are homers, right? Uh, we sure. try to be as objective as possible. I go to a bunch of the games. We write about them. We talk about them. We love the Jets, right? There's there's not there's nothing to hide there. However, it's been tough the last couple of years, man, and yeah. especially with last year being one of the hardest schedules in the league with the rookies everywhere from the head coaches down all the way through to the players, whether it's quarterback, running back, offensive line, everyone's a rookie, right? So there has to be something said for, you know, moving on a little bit. Um, I know it wasn't the best year ever. However, the quarterback did a little, uh, you know, Zach Wilson gave some optimism at the end. He's injured now. So maybe take that a little bit away. Salah, definitely a leader of men. I love those 60% shirts. Right, because he said he everyone's wearing sixty percent, and it's because in one of his uh, speeches he said that when you feel like you're tired, when you feel like you have nothing else, that means you've only given sixty percent, right? And yep. that's like his big mantra. I mean, everyone talking about Dan Campbell and the Lions, man, give me a damn break! I, like, how can you talk so much, you know, get so hyped about the, the Lions, and you look at that roster, and you look at the Jets roster, right? We're Sauce Gardner. Right, killing it in the secondary. We we have Quan Alexander back with C.J. Mosley. We have Jordan Whitehead, an actual strong safety. You know the D line looks great. Yeah, people I, are talking about Dan Campbell just because it's hard knocks. If you're watching one Jets drive, you're seeing all that stuff that you're talking about. You're seeing the sixty percent mantra. You're seeing all the fire. You know, solid firing the guys up. You know, day in and day out. So that's the only reason why it's because the Lions, I think, are on a uh, hard knocks. That's why he's getting a lot of shine because. Sal is just as good in every respect, I think. I mean, it makes sense. And, you know, so sticking with that, uh, to be honest, I have them every in which way, right? I always bet a little bit for them to make the Super Bowl just in case because I feel like an idiot if they ever made it and I didn't have money on it, right? But realistically, I love them to make the playoffs, right? Because don't forget, there's three wild card spots. Yep. And it's tough, right? Because there's really good divisions, right? We'll talk about the North where you got the Bengals and the Ravens up top there. Deshaun Watson, don't forget, he's going to come in, you know, towards the end here. And then the Steelers, they Tomlin has never had a losing record, right? So yeah. you got you got to think about that division. You got the crazy AFC West, which we'll get into also, the Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders. I mean, any of those can, you know, easily make the playoffs, right? So it's, it's difficult, right? There's nothing easy. So I, I don't think there's much value and say, Oh my goodness, you're, you're silly. If you don't take the jets, you know, to make the playoffs here, but there it's definitely something that could go down and that could go down really soon. Um, because we play the AFC North, which we'll get into here. So I, I, to be honest, I, I'm taking them to make the playoffs. I think there's more value there than any other really Jets bet. Definitely don't take the over. I think it's like four, is it six and a half now move to. Yeah. That was going to be my other thing is like earlier in the year, we talked about it on the show. We talked about it on Nick's jets, etc. I have the over plus five and a half. It's moved to six and a half. So that's tough. I mean, of course you need it to make the playoffs, but it's, it's even money. Right. Yeah. So, so now we're talking about between seven and 10 games. You go from even money to plus 700. So that's where, that's where we talk about value, right? Yeah. So that, at, me, this, at this point, I think the value is in to make the playoffs. I'm taking the playoffs. Of course, I'm also taking the division. It's like a plus 1300, 
right? If the Patriots stink and the Bills somehow, somehow fall off for whatever reason. They have a tough schedule, man. They have a tough schedule. They, have a, they, they had a couple injuries already in preseason. And, and, and they lost their punter, which I know nobody cares about, but it's a big deal. Right? When you're yeah. trying to change field position. Uh, and I don't know, man. The Bills and expectations. I mean, that, that story writes itself. But before we get into the Bills, I know you have some prop bets just to close it out here. We got the Dolphins. Speaking of injuries, dude, the Dolphins are absolutely decimated at injuries. It's yeah. crazy. I've never seen anything like besides Waddle, which obviously everyone knows and talks about. Apparently, Gazeki does not fit into the system, right, where they need an actual blocking tight end and they want to get rid of him. Yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah, that's that's the world on the street. I mean, it's not that crazy, dude. I mean, Gizeki can only fit in certain offenses, right, where they even have two tight ends or one is blocking, one's a wide receiver, or, you know, or somehow you end up in, like, the Chiefs offense. But Kelsey blocks. You know what I'm saying? To be a really good tight end, you got to block. And I feel like this new coach, I'll give him respect for he's like, dude, I know you're really good at catching, but you're, you're a tight end. So they're trying to get rid of him. The system is changing. I really don't trust the Dolphins, man. Besides Byron Jones being hurt, besides Waddle being hurt, they have injuries on the offensive line. I, I think the Dolphins are going to well, be forced. The offensive line that wasn't very good to start with already has injuries. That's, terrible that's, that's a problem. Year. Yeah, that's a problem. And I don't want to mention Tua because everyone's going to yell at me. There's Tua believers. There, you know, there's Tua truthers. I don't want to get yeah. into it. Uh, I just think they're horrible. Do you have any specific thoughts on the Dolphins or do you just think they're going to be bad like I do? I think they're... Uh... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I think that Mike McDaniel has a legit shot at having a good offense this year, despite so many injuries at the offensive line, despite apparently not having a tight end. I get with Mike Gusecki, he's not ideal for your system, but to me, it's like he's good enough to work in the system somewhere, whether he's a wide receiver three or for you, a big body wide receiver on the outside more, you know, but to think that you're going to find another, you know, Mike McDaniel comes from San Francisco. I think you're going to find another George Kittle, Lying around that can block and catch and do all the things that George Kittle can. Yeah, your freaking mind. The guy's gonna, <laughs> the guy's gonna, you know, he could catch for, for a thousand yards, block it to the daylight runs out and score you 12 touchdowns in a season. They, those guys don't grow on trees. That's why he got paid a gazillion dollars. So, you know, to me, it's like you kind of have to work with what you got. I know that a blocking tight end is good, but it's also not going to help this offensive line. Like I said, the offensive line wasn't good last season. They already have injuries. The defense was okay in some respects last year. Um, you know, completion percentage fifth in the league on defense, yards per game 15th, yards per play 12. So they're kind of middle of the packish. I don't think they got a whole lot better um, this offseason on the defensive side of the ball. I think they really focused offense with Mike McDaniel coming over, which, you know, that's fine. Um, I mean, they've always had a good defense. But yeah, I don't I don't see any bet that stands out to me with um Miami. You know, their over unders eight and a half, same as the Patriots. If I'm picking between the two, I'm going Bill Belichick and the Patriots. 
to win the division, like I said, is plus 450 or the Patriots are plus 500. Again, I would lean the Patriots if I'm taking that. Um, nothing really stood out to me for the, the Dolphins. Maybe so taking the under. Under's plus 115. Maybe that stands out to me a little bit. What about Miami fourth to be fourth in the division at plus 500? I don't hate that. I mean, yeah, that's, sched- that's kind of where I'm leaning. Their schedule's pretty tough when you look at it, man. Like, you get, they have to play, obviously, the AFC North just like we do. But then they draw. I mean, everybody I has a harder schedule than the Jets, right? The Jets were last in the division. Yeah, the Jets have, Jets have a very tough schedule. That's true. But I'm saying, but uh, just logically, they were last in the division, which means they draw two last place teams in the divisions. So obviously, they have the best of the four. Right, that's why sometimes yeah, that's why like, the the, la- the fourth to first, right? That's a big thing with NFL division, yep. which is another thing I really wanted to bring up today, because if it's almost like the NCAA, if you don't have a couple of upsets, if you don't have the fourth to first, then you're gonna lose every single year. There's a fourth to first, so you better find them. You know what I mean? It, it's not all chalk. It never happens that way. Yeah, and that's why I was saying their schedule is a little tougher than ours because, to your point, the, the the Dolphins finished third last year in our division, so they draw three third place teams. That's the L.A. Chargers instead of the Las Vegas or instead of uh, the Denver Broncos. Granted, Broncos are a lot better with Russell Wilson, but still, the L.A. Chargers pretty good. That's the Dolphins have to go to Detroit instead of us, go, you know, playing against Chicago. Oh, that, yeah, that evens out. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, a li- little bit different with stuff like that, you know. So um, I kind of like, you know, fourth place was how much plus what? 500. Yeah, I like that. Instead of betting the under eight and a half, I think yeah. that most teams in this division are going to have, you know, at least seven or eight wins. So if you think they're going to go to six wins, that could be fourth place in this division. So, yeah, plus 500 seems pretty good. I like that. And I misspoke with the Jets division. The Jets, I don't know if it moves to Zach Wilson, but it's plus 2,300 to yeah. win the division. So, I mean, there's value there. Obviously, I don't love it. Right? I, loved, I love the Dolphins fourth. I love that. Right? Okay. And the Patriots fourth, maybe not. I think it's plus 400. Maybe not that much juice there. I'd rather take the Dolphins at plus 500 besides the, you know, the 100 more. I just think it's more viable. Sure. Patriots third is plus 165. Not too shabby. I wouldn't touch that. I would kind of stick with the Dolphins there. But, Greg, you've, you've been the Josh Allen guy since day one. You've been the Bills guy since day one. They're the favorites here. They're minus 200 to win the division. Horrible bet, in my opinion. I'd rather just parlay them with a bunch of playoff teams. I think you can make up to eight uh, yeah. in the FanDuel. I would definitely just rather do that. I think it's like minus 600 or something. What do you think, man? What do you got on Buffalo? Uh, not like a ton, just because I don't like that they're favorites and everything. I mean, to me, I think that's crazy. I have them in a division parlay because I do think they're going to win the division and minus 200 is too much for me. I think they're over under is, was it 10 and a half or 11 and a half? 11 and a half and it's minus 140. So for me to bet it, you would have to go alternate, which is over 12 and a half. It's a lot of wins in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and they have a pretty tough schedule. Obviously, like we just talked about, you know, well, they're the drawing open the versus ones. the Rams is tough. Yeah. Like, how are you going to open on the Thursday? I mean, it could be good. 
right? We we all remember the big, you know, the Rams could turn into shootouts. We know the Bills games could turn into shootouts. Could be fun. But that's a tough draw for the first game of the season, man. Yeah, you draw them. You draw Tennessee Titans, the number one team in all of the AFC last year because they were number one in their division as well. I don't think they're going to have as good of a year this year. But still, it's a tough it's tough. You know, team to play week two of the season because Derrick Henry is going to be 100%. So he's going to be running all over the field. They have a tough schedule looking at it. So, um, you know, over 11 and a half, that can be a little tricky to me. I think instead I would rather go. And again, like I said, they had a couple injuries on defense to key positions. I think safeties on our team, which I think they have the best safety pairing, one of the best safety pairings in the NFL. Um, so when you start losing guys this early, it can really hamper you. Um, I don't like them really any way besides, like I said, I have them in a division parlay and I have them Josh Allen in a touchdown prop. So I don't know if we want to get into that or you want to save those for later. Touchdown props over 35 touchdowns for, and you can parlay it. So I have Herbert, Josh Allen, who are both minus money. Then my guy, Derek Carr, I think he's going to throw a ton this year. I think Adams is going to be a huge upgrade. I think Waller, if he's healthy, he's he can contend for best tight end in the league. I think Hunter Renfro, as Derwin James said, is one of the you know, toughest guys to cover in the NFL. That's not me saying that. That's the best safety in the league saying it. So He also hasn't gone against Braxton Berrios. So that's, true too. that's true, too. <laughs> so, um, 35 touchdowns for each of those guys is plus 1,000. So, you know, 50 bucks to win 500. Oh. Okay. I'll take that all season long. Uh, Josh bad, Allen, I think he's going to have 40 touchdowns. So 35 is no problem. Okay, yeah. He, talk, he, he talked about Gabriel Davis. I mean, the only the only way, in my opinion, I think it's viable to short the Bills is if you take them exactly to make second in the division, which is almost plus 300, things like plus 295. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you, you know, maybe they slip. But I, I think they really should win this division. So I really, I wouldn't fade them like that. But who knows, man? It's a long season, and you start off with the Rams. You go to the Titans. You could easily be zero and two, right? Yeah. And who you know? Then then it's who knows. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on the AFC East as usual. We'll be going. Don't forget game to game. Uh, if you subscribe to us, if you you know like our YouTube. You'll get it'll pop up if you like if you like and subscribe to our Apple or Spotify where you can find your podcast. It'll pop up. Uh, we do the week to week, so you'll you'll know how you know how it's turning. We pay attention to the injury reports. We pay attention to the game by game basis. So we'll be all over that. But let's jump to. We've been talking about the Jets. We've been talking about their tough schedule. We play the AFC North with our first four games. Yes, we do. Starts off with the Ravens. Then we go over to the Browns, the Bengals, the Steelers. It's a, tough, it's a tough slate for the Jets, right? And that we know that schedule by heart. But you know what, Greg? This is a tough division. I know where the public is going to be leaning, right? Because they got the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. We got Joe Cool. We got one of the best wide receivers in the game. We have Joe Mixon. Everyone forgot about his off-the-field stuff. They're worried about the Browns off-the-field stuff, right? So yeah. 
Speaking of, what a weird division. Now that it literally just popped in my head. Everyone here has got off the field stuff with the And like big time off the field <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, with this whole division. Like and don't forget about Ray Lewis, my guy. They got some <laughs> off the field stuff, all these teams. <laughs> Ray Lewis and Ray Rice. They got Big Ben and A B. You got Deshaun Watson and everything the Browns do. It's, you know? a, tough, it's, a, it's a tough <laughs> ass division. I didn't realize dude. The AFC oh, North yeah. tough. Anyway. So we got the we got the, the the public. I assume is going to be the Bengals, which exactly correlates to the fact, kind of like the Bills, where there's going to be really no value here. In my opinion, it was really easy for me to take the Ravens to win this division. It was re- it's been really easy. I've been taking it all off season, almost every parlay. They have the best special teams kicker and punter duo in the league, in my opinion. Right with the new, with obviously Justin Tucker and Jordan Stout, the new punter that we love. Yep. We know that they have a really good coach. We know that their quarterback is on a contract year. We know that they run the ball like crazy. We know, obviously, they have one of the best tight ends in the league, and Mark Andrews, and we love their backup. <laughs> you know, Isaiah Likely, oh, uh, yeah. as you could, as and you. As you scolded me a little bit during our dynasty draft for taking him in the, the 17th, oh, 17th round. Come on, dude. <laughs> 17th round, 24. Come on. Too early. <laughs> anyway. I had a 21st yeah. round grade on him. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I want, I want, Audrey, let me get your opinion here. I don't even know where you want to start, but where I, where I'm, I think this division is, says Ravens all over it. The Bengals, they were, the, they were amazing. There's nothing bad to say about the Bengals. They should be great. They should be even better than last year. Right, because their O line supposed to suck last year. They had a year under the belt. Yeah, they lost a guy or two, but you know they should be okay. They lost Ozama. I, I, I understand. I understand people could like move all that stuff away. In my opinion, they're going to be second, and Ravens are going to be first. But we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll finish the rest of the division here. But Greg, I want to get your initial thoughts. So I got two thoughts, and something just came to mind. So I'm looking it up right now. My first thought is I agree with you about the Ravens. I think that plus 140, they're the favorite. So I think there's a lot more people on them than we think. Oh, I think they're that, the favorite now. That, yeah, that they're the, yeah, they're the favorite. I think there's a lot of people on it, both like professional handicappers and just regular Joe Schmoes. Because I think a lot of people point to, and I point to it too, the amount of injuries they had last year. That I mean, they crazy, had, bro. They had the practice field from hell. They lost what was it? Three running backs a season end injuries. Three cornerbacks or safeties. You know, defensive the backs. Still running backs. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, um, you know, Lamar Jackson, I think missed some time last year as well. But I don't know if that was practice field or if that was during the game injury. I can't remember. Or dehydration. Uh, no, there was like a weird illness that we didn't know that we were like trying to guess was COVID or hernia or we what. Really sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. But Huntley came and the biggest stomach good. virus. Remember people making fun of him because he went yeah. to the bathroom or looked like during Monday Night Football. So they said, oh, it must be stomach issues. He has a lot of stomach issues. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, so I think a lot of people point to a lot of the injuries and a lot of those guys are turning. I also, and I think we both point to, I think they're one of the best drafting organizations at league. Oh. This draft this year was incredible, <laughs> you know, with Jones. Hamilton. Hamilton. Dude, Hamilton got Tony Jefferson cut and, and the honey badger got pissed. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how crazy that's how crazy that was, dude. Yeah, so, um, I I, I think they're going to be a lot better. To me, I was talking to you before we started recording. I'm going with the over ten and a half wins for them at plus one hundred, I think, or plus one hundred five, maybe. 
instead of winning the division. So I think there's a shot, yeah, plus 100. So just even money. I think there's a legitimate shot that both them and the Bengals have like 12 or 13 wins. And somehow, some way, you know, the Bengals end up winning the division, but Baltimore still cashes the over ticket. It's plus 100? Plus 100. That's a way better value because the Ravens to win the division is plus 140. Yeah. That's yeah. way better value. So that that's you're not going to win this division these. under ten wins. Exactly. Yeah, that's and, a good one. And that was the a favorite correlation the division. Yeah. Um, like let me just check it real quick, just to be sure, because I looked at this earlier today. Yeah, plus a hundred. The under is minus one twenty. So I like the over there. I think they're going to win the division. Um, and even if they don't win the division, if you take over ten and a half, like I said, you get eleven, twelve wins. You cash your ticket, no problem. And, and to be honest with you, Greg, to be honest with you, if you like the Ravens win the division, at this point, with the lines probably have settled in, right? Because we're a week away at this point. The Bengals are plus two hundred for second place, right? So if you like the Ravens for so, in some weird way, you could kind of hedge that out. Something crazy happens with the Ravens ends up being somebody else. The Bengals, if they you know second is plus two hundred, that's not bad, man. Yeah, I kind of I like that more than. Honestly, all the best, but Ravens over 10 wins, that feels like a lock. But, you know, there's something to be said about playing even money for a 17-week bet, right? I mean, yeah, there has to be something said for that. I mean, if you're playing for credit, great. But if you have to pour it up, it's a 17-week investment at even money. It's a little tough. It's a little tough for me to swallow. What are your thoughts on the other teams in this division? The Browns, just, who, I mean, uh, who knows, right? Who knows what's going to happen when they comes back off that bye, plays the Texans, right? Is, is everything going to change from there? Are they going to win games with Brissett and Chubb and Hunt, just running the ball and shoving down everybody's face? The offensive line's depleted. We're all, you know, of course, talking about the Cleveland Browns. Eating seeds on the sideline, people calling it weed. I mean, there's always weird yeah, things going tough. on in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I think their over-under is eight and a half. So that has them right around 500. I, I can't put my, I can't put my finger on, dude. They, so again, we're talking, you know, just previously, bring in Amari Cooper, who's, I think, one of the biggest moves in the offseason. I think it just happened so early in the offseason. People forget. No, um, yeah, so they bring in Amari Cooper, you know, because after years of, you know, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, they they need someone to fill the holes because they have, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones out there or whatever. So yeah, they need yeah. some wide receiver well, he's help. A beast. Uh, but yeah, I, agree I like him. You. I like well, him. I agree Don't get me wrong. I agree but, with you. I agree. Yeah. Um, Nick Chubb, obviously, stud. He's going to be your bell cow guy all season. I kind of like Joby, Jacoby Brissett. He's filled in a lot all over the league, and he's been pretty good. <laughs> he's been our guy, dude. I mean, yeah. we're, we're we're big tuna built Parcells guys. He's a big tuna built Parcells guy. By default, we liked him, right? Yeah. He, he beat us in the Patriots. I followed him to the Colts. Like I, I'm, I've been all over Brissett. The one I like thing Stefanski, we right? That's their new coach that they got there. The last yep. you know, this is his yep. third season, I think. Right? He's definitely I, not a playoff quarterback. But we, it doesn't have to be in this case. He just has to hold it down and be at 500 till Deshaun Watson comes. So that's my biggest question. Is I don't know what I'm getting with Deshaun Watson when he comes back. I think he's if I'm, so good. I'm if sorry. I'm getting- I, I, know, I know everyone hates him and thinks he's disgusting. And that's, like, that's fine. I agree. That's great. I'm just letting you know, Greg, as a football player, I know he hasn't played in two years. He's a scumbag. Uh, he's, a, he's a liar. <laughs> great. All of it. 
I just think he's really good at football. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I just don't know if he's going to be really good at football this year. So okay. when he comes back, they have, what, six games left in the season? Yeah, it's a tough and, schedule, too. And it's a tough schedule towards the end. You know, they have the AFC. Or no, we have the NFC North. Um, they, they have a tough schedule at the end. I'm blanking on the last couple of games of the season. But um, I just don't know what I'm getting with him. I think he's going to be good in the long run. Next year, I'm going to be all over the Browns because last year I was all over the Browns. Last year, they were like a Dark Horse Super Bowl pick for me. Yeah, I think they have a great defense. I love Ward on the and outside. I was off of them. I was off of them because of Baker. And now I feel like yeah. I'm a little on. Uh, there's a whole thing about me, Greg, and fading. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, I, I should be wearing a T-shirt every day that says fade them. Fade the yep. public. Fade everyone. And now that everyone's so off the Browns, it makes me kind of like them. But, yo, you're mentioning the schedule. I mean, he comes back. He's got He's got the Texans. At Houston, yep. very emotional game. Get yep. it all out of your system. Who knows how that's going to play out? Then you're at Cincinnati, home versus the Ravens, home versus the Saints, at Washington, at Pittsburgh. I mean, you I play t- your entire division. With I the thought Saints that, but I thought I was getting confused with the Jets or something like that. I thought he played the whole division when he gets that's back. To, that's a gauntlet. That's, <laughs> that's a gauntlet. Besides Washington, I hear one easy game because Houston's Houston. going to be emotional. No, but Houston's good. Yeah, I, I, I will get to that. We'll good. get to that. Houston's one of my underdog teams of the year. I, I I'm starting to love Houston. It's crazy. But yeah, we'll talk about them later. Yeah, I, so I, I don't, think that's going to be an easy one. I don't really have anything for the Browns. I know we've been talking about them for a few minutes. I don't know if yeah. you have anything for the Browns, but I do have something else for this division. Again, I, I I'm nervous about it. So I, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm personally not betting them. Right. I, I was looking at it to try to help the help the help the folks out. I. I just think there there's something about taking them now before Deshaun Watson. Here's the thing: Jacoby Brissett plays good game one. Every like all their everything's going to change for the Browns. It's going to be okay. The Browns are you know they're going to start being favorites everywhere, right? Because Jacoby Brissett he looks viable, and then they have Deshaun Watson coming in later halfway through the season. You know, talking about Joe Schmo the better. He's going to be like, oh, this is we're set. You know what I mean? Jacoby Bursette can hold it down. Everything's going to be great. So I'm definitely worried about that. I'm not taking anything. However, if you want to take Cleveland plus 400 at fourth place, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't hide away from that. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? They could easily be the worst team in this division. I, Amari Cooper sounds good, man. Like I know he's good. He makes a big contract. That's why the trade was crappy. He, he has no rapport with his quarterback unless they do stuff off the side, like you said. They're just going to run the ball all day, which that's going to win them ball games. But I don't know. I, I definitely don't trust it. The only bet I really like for them is plus 400 at fourth place, which is really weird because Cleveland Browns are 400 to be fourth place exactly or plus 380 to win it, which I'm pretty sure is the closest odds for it to be fourth and first in the whole entire thing, which means nobody knows. Yeah. So that's the only thing is like – the perception is going to start changing once the games start playing. Right? right. They're either going to go up real fast or down real fast. Exactly. By week so three, I, we're going to know what they're going to be. So if I have to take anything, I'm taking Browns at plus 400 to be fourth. But talk to me about the Steelers, man. Talk to me about the last team in this division who has never, and I mean never, but under 500 with probably my favorite coach, uh, I, I would say, of the last 20, 25 years, and that's Mike Tomlin. Absolutely. And I can't do it. I want to do it so bad. I want to do the alternate under six and a half. But 
uh, I can't do it. I just think this team is going to be bad. I just, uh, Mitch Trubisky, I don't know about. I've been back and forth because I think I said on an episode or maybe we were just talking about it a week or two ago. I was like, I kind of like Mitch Trubisky now that he's away from, you know, Chicago mm-hmm. and I think he had a good tune up year or two in Buffalo, learned under Josh mm-hmm. Allen and, you know, Brian Dable. And now he's going down to Pittsburgh. Dude, the offensive line is not good. Najee oh. Harris came out today and said that he is a list Frank Soros. No yeah. I did not see that. In his foot. Yeah. He's been playing through it. He's been taking time off. Yeah. Look it up real quick. He's a list Frank Soros. That's terrifying to hear. And I really want you to look it up because I'm about to give out the bet and I don't know if I got tricked online. I love Najee Harris under 1100 yards. Oh, but expected to be ready for week one. But he suffered a Liz Frank injury, according to Yahoo Sports. I can't do it, dude. Everyone knows they're going to run the ball a ton. Oh. Everyone's taking Najee Harris. I've heard fantasy football. I've been doing it for two or three weeks now, getting ready for drafts. All I hear is Najee Harris, Najee Harris, Najee Harris. He had a great season last year. They had Big Ben throwing the ball last year. It wasn't great. It wasn't pretty. I think it was better than Mitchell Trubisky. I think it was better than Mason Rudolph. I know it was better than Kenny Pickett, even though I think Kenny Pickett's going to be fine in the long run. Um, this is huge. I love Najee Harris under 1,100 yards. I've been doing research. I've been doing research on all these picks. I didn't know. I, love- I mean, I'm all over this. We had a fancy draft literally yesterday. I yeah. wanted Najee Harris. Like, I did yeah. not see this. I just wanted to come double check. I didn't end up taking him. Yeah. Uh, that's a scary one, man. And definitely yeah, write that if down he- if you have your fantasy drafts coming up. Yeah, if he goes down, I love the under six and a half as an alternate. I think it's plus 150, 170 because they have nothing on offense. They have great receivers. They have no one to get the ball to. They have no one on the offensive line to block. And they have no one to run the ball. So, and don't you start picking up backup quarterback, backup running backs over there in Dynasty. I didn't think about it, but I should. I uh, not, forget that. I literally just pulled up the depth chart for Pittsburgh to see. And it's, <laughs> dude. Uh, is this deja vu? Benny Snell? Has Benny Snell been the backup running back for the Spring Seals for <laughs> since Mike Tomlin was the head coach? That's what it honestly feels like. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That, that's some good, I like that's the under stats. 1100. All right, dude. That's some good stats. I mean, I, I will never bet for the Steelers to be under 500. That's that's blasphemy. That's I, why I, I can't do it. Yeah, I want yeah. to, but I can't. If anything, like I said, I'm just taking Najee Harris under 1,100. Even if he's healthy all season, you're talking about like you know 80-something yards a game, 85 yards a game over 16 games. That's going to be tough to do when everyone knows you're going to be running the football and yeah. you don't have a great offensive line. There's other people in the league where they know they're going to run it. Like we're talking about Nick Chubb. I think the, the Cleveland line's a little bit better. And Stefanski's a little bit better at the you know run concept, so you know right. I just don't like it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a good tidbit right there. Let's jump to the AFC South here. And although, in my opinion, this is the worst division on paper. Okay, bear with me. I think that this might be the most competitive division. I know the AFC West. You know, and the AFC North are really good, right, from top to bottom. I, I mean, I don't know. We talked about the North. Who knows? But the AFC West, for sure, we'll get into that. Definitely good from the top to bottom. I don't know if the AFC South is good from top to bottom, but they're all the same mediocre. All right? I, 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 is, is that a good way to put it? I mean, I love the Colts' defense, 
Right, you know how Greg, you out of all people know how I think there's two I think there's two good teams and two bad teams in the AFC South. I don't think they're I don't think they're all mediocre. Okay, start. Start here because one of the teams that you think is bad, I and I mentioned it before, I really think is gonna be a very good team in twenty twenty two. So go ahead. Let me let me what, what do you think about the AFC South? I love the Colts. I love the Colts every which way. I think this is Matt Ryan's last chance. I think they have, you know, top 10 offensive line, the number one running back in the league. I think Michael Pittman Jr. had a breakout year, certified himself as a true number one wide receiver option. I like this Alec Pierce kid that they brought in on the draft. I think he's going to be a great number two. Um, Matty you know, Ice? Matty Ice Mo- going to get it to him? Yeah, I think Matt Ryan's going to be great. I think he's had a, a cuff couple, uh, tough couple of years in Atlanta, <laughs> but also look at who he's playing with. He's, you know, last year, I think his number one receiver was Russell Gage. He's in the number four wide receiver now in Tampa Bay. I mean, he did make Kyle Pitts break tight end records. And right, it started, it started imagine, like week five in London, right in front of my eyes. Like it didn't start <laughs> yeah. in the beginning. You know yeah. what I mean? It didn't even start from week one. Yeah. And imagine if he had a couple other options. Like, I, like, you know, they have Mo Ali Cox there at tight end, you know, who's like six of, you know, six seventy two. He's insanely big. And, uh, they got a new tight end who I like too. I think Cole maybe is his last name they drafted this year. So they got a shot at, you know, two decent tight ends. Like I said, Pittman's good. I think Pierce is going to be a good number two when he's there. I mean, you're, hide, a couple you're, other. you're hiding. You're hiding their number one prize. Well, I say they have a couple good uh, <laughs> other wide receivers there as well to fill out three, four, and five. Then they have a top ten offensive line. Then they have the best running back <laughs> in the league. Yeah, I mean, that's so, the whole thing. That's the whole know, thing. I don't know. I can't remember the last time that Matt Ryan had like a true number one running back. That was like a stud week in and week out. He had a couple Whoa. tandems, a couple committees Whoa. that were good. You talking slander about Cordero Patterson? Is he a running back? <laughs> I mean, if you ask, if you ask, talking fantasy sports today, he's <laughs> only a running back now, <laughs> barely. Yeah. So yeah, you know, so maybe Cordero Patterson, maybe not. Kidding. But <laughs> um, you know, like I said, I think it's the best offense he's been in. It's definitely the best defense he's had in a few years. I think he has the op. You know, we saw it early in his career. I still think I said. I think he has a year or two where he could support a couple thousand yard receivers. So I think Pierce has a chance to be huge. I think the tight ends have a chance to be huge. I think Michael Pittman's going to have a huge year. That's why one of my prop bets this year is a uh, Pittman over a thousand yards, thousand twenty five yards is his over under. I absolutely love that. I mean, I love Pittman so much as a rookie. You know that coming yeah. out of the draft, I loved him. I loved him last year. And they have a tremendous defense. You talked about it already. I like the Colts every which way. I have them. Uh, as a alternate over ten and a half is plus one fifteen. I have them to win the conference. I have them to win the, the Super Bowl. I have them win the Super Bowl. Yep, that's my that's my dark horse AFC team plus twenty two hundred, if you will. Okay, I mean, listen, talk about the defense. I like Frank Wright. I like Frank He's Wright. Great. Okay, I mean, they got Yannick, who was kind of disappointing, but and got Nagakwe. They got Quiddy Pay, which I love with all my heart. Yeah. <laughs> then we got DeForest Buckner. Of course, they got Darius Leonard. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't see him on the depth chart right now. Is he injured? Don't because this so. changes everything. Uh, maybe there's like some typo here, but I'll... Did they, or did he change his name to Shaquille? It says Shaquille Leonard. Who the... Yeah, that that that's that's what comes up when you type in Darius Leonard on on Google. Okay. Breaking news. It's Darius, Darius Shaquille Leonard, I think is his full name. And now he's going by Shaquille Leonard, maybe, instead of Darius. Okay, so breaking news. 
for me and my guy Darius Leonard, now formerly known as Shaquille Leonard. Shaq. <laughs> Shaq, baby. He's back. All he's all the way back. <laughs> so he's a beast. And they, don't forget, they got um, the Stephon Gil- they got Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. On a, yeah. On a corner. I was looking it up earlier. Ton of injuries for Stephon Gilmore the last few years. If he stays healthy, though, he's a legit shot to be their number one cornerback. Great in zone coverage. Um, he just got to stay last healthy. Few years, right? Just last year with Carolina, he was good. The year before that, no. Uh, two years ago, suit? he he missed like the last game of the season, maybe, which maybe was just a nothing game. But then two years ago, twenty twenty, he like tore his quad. Yeah, that's where he, he was really out for the year. Yeah. So Listen, I don't know. The, the, the I'm thing a I guy. Yeah. you know that you know that. The I thing love I looked. The thing I looked up was like some doctor thing and had his whole breakdown or whatever. And they said that he has a 98% chance of missing at least two quarters of football and a 13% chance of missing Listen, one game. If you're talking, so. this is, if this is the pro football doc that you tell me about. Might I don't be. give a damn. I don't give a damn about Might what that guy be. says. Mr. I could tell that Zach Wilson tore his ACL cause he moved to the left. Bro, get out of my face. He's addicted I, I, to ACL I, diagnosis. I'm so done with that crap. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. That the Colts are easily the number one team in the division. I just, they don't win anything. Like, they can't even beat the Jaguars. You know what I mean? Like, that's the issue. Uh, like, it was I Carson Wentz. I think a lot of it was Carson Wentz. I really do. Okay. But then you mean the, okay. So you, you think it's Wentz? That's fair. I'll Dude, give he's that throwing to you. picks with his left hand. He's throwing picks with his right hand. The guy can't get out of his own way. His teammates hate him. <laughs> Coaches hate him. They traded a, a ton for him and they sent them along his way after one year. He stinks, dude. Okay, so that's minus one thirty-five, right? To win to the win, division. To win the division. That's why instead I like the over. The alternate over is ten and a half. Again, to win the division, I think you're going to need 11, 12, 13 wins. So instead of betting uh, to win the division because it's minus money, I went with the alternate over ten and a half. That's plus one hundred five. Okay. Okay. Them to win the, them to win the conference plus twelve hundred. Them to win the Super Bowl plus twenty two hundred. I, I honestly I don't I don't hate the the, the long the long plays with the Colts because you know I love them and you know I know they get hot and they have they have a crazy home field with their dome. Dude, right? look at I, this division in the <laughs> AFC compared to all the other divisions. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Houston Texans. Okay. okay? I know they're supposed to be bad, right? I, everyone I would say is well, they're supposed to be fourth. Right, everyone would say yes. right. This must be the worst. even though the Jacksonville Jaguars and I, I'll, I'll ask you about them in a second. Right, your your favorite Jacksonville Jaguars. Love them. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get into see. We might have another fantasy bet uh, due to the wins. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second here. But let me just talk to you about the Houston Texans. I might start becoming a Houston Texans believer, and it it they have legitimate football players. I know that sounds silly, but Let's start with Davis Mills. He was really good. I like last him. year. I, I, as much as I wanted to make fun of him, besides the fact that he was a cover machine, he was actually very good at football. Okay, let's let's just start there. They have a quarterback. Okay, they have a starting legitimate number one running back in Damian Pierce. Yeah, I, I, I truly believe that. And then they got Rex Burkhead behind him. Nice number two. In my opinion, they have, they have a quarterback and they have running backs. And I'm taking it easy because there's not so much to say. They got Tunsil at the left tackle. They got some pretty good wide receivers. I think it's uh, pretty bare. There's not much depth. But Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks, Philip Dorsett. I like those guys. 
They got they got those, Brandon they, they Cooks over a thousand yards too. That was what I was looking at today because he gets it every single year. It's I like crazy. That. I like that. I, I actually really like. They, oh man, that's a really good pick. So they got some players, and then let's jump to the defense because obviously they can't win games other people. They're gonna have to run it, keep it third and short, and play defense. Their defense was pretty good last year, and don't forget, bro, Steven Nelson now cornerback. They got they drafted Derek Stingley, who we know has been unbelievable so far. They got Jalen Petrie, uh, free safety. Jalen Petrie, I like him. Yeah, so good, right? And those are just guys that they brought in. They got Christian Kirksey, right? I remember Kirksey, he's still there. They got some boys, man. I, I think this could be a really. They got Desmond King as the backup nickel. Uh, I, I remember though. I remember wanting the Jets to draft him so bad years <laughs> yeah. ago. They got uh, speaking of the Jets, they got uh, Neville Hewitt. I know nobody cares, and they got Blake Cashman, which I think is hilarious. But, you know, just some, just some good old Jets guys on the team that probably makes me like them a little bit more. They got Jerry Hughes from Buffalo as a backup defensive end. I don't know, man. I think they're going to – first of all, I'm going to be hard-pressed to not take them not take them with the spread this year. I'm telling you right now. They're going to be severe underdogs in almost every game. I'm going to be hard-pressed to bet against Houston and to just not take them. Right, with like and sprinkle on the money line. This is gonna be my take this spread and sprinkle on the money line type of team. I'm telling you right now because I like that. I just I think they're I think they're nasty. So over under is four and a half. You lean in your are you leaning I love the over. over? See, I'm not an alternate over kind of guy because again, yeah. you're paying so much for each win. Right? You you pay too much. Yeah. But for me, you know, I'm I'm gonna take it easy. I'm I'm not gonna go crazy on this pod. Third place is plus 275. I, I think that's easy. I think there's no way the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be better than them. If you want to get a little crazy, I think to win second place is plus 850. And okay. that is some good value. Because I'm not going to say taking plus 3,000 to win the division. I won't go that far. right? Even though I'm taking that you know, I, you know, because it's plus 3,000 and I really believe in it. However, Second place plus 850, that's where I'm leaning. I don't think they're as bad as everyone thinks. I really think they've gotten together. It's their second year. Davis Mills is really good. I I, I like them, and I like them a hell of a lot more than the Jaguars. And when we talk about question marks, I think the Titans are the real big question mark here. I agree. Before we bring on the Titans, because I did, I had a take on that, but the thing you didn't mention about the Texans and all this, about bringing all these people in, Brought on Lovey Smith to run the team. I love that. Last time he was that. last time he was in the NFL, he was with the Bears. The Bears were, you know, five hundred team, maybe sniff, sniffing the playoffs no late in the season in the hunt. And they've sucked ever the since they let him go. But they had the worst quarterback of all time during those years. Forget, you know, forget the future, right? Because you could throw that up to different things. When he was doing that, he had Rex Grossman. Yeah. He went to the Super Bowl. Rex Grossman went to the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. What else do you want? So I, I'm, I'm with you with the Texans. I, I would be, I, I would take the over maybe four and a half just because it's so low. But I think the yeah, Texans really, they, their time to shine is next season. Just because this season it was obvious he, he went heavy in the draft on defense. He's building his defense the way he wants with, you know, speed and outside guys. We've been then, calling Stingley to be a, a, a Houston Texan. For months on this podcast yeah. when we're doing the draft stuff, all because Derek Stingley and Lovey Smith. Yep. Something so, has yeah. to give. And he's been getting super high remarks during training camp. Super yep. high remarks during preseason. Yeah, to round out this division, though, I agree with you, Jaguars. I think they're gonna stink. I think the Texans are gonna hold or on. the Titans are gonna hold stink. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you want to go to the Titans. 
First of all, Jaguars, I hate this team. I I I, I don't know if it's because people compare them to the Jets or it or it can solely be from because of that Jeremy Shap uh clip where he, he said that Trevor Lawrence should go back to grad school to avoid the Jets. And then he went to the Jaguars and they hired Urban Meyer and it was literally a complete disaster. He I hate Jeremy Shap. I don't know if I hate the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm just saying, I, I think I, for that, I, 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 I hate Jeremy. I think I really think I'm trying to be like honest about it. Like yeah. I really do think that that's part of my hate for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was going to ask you. We had a bet last year. You think the Jacksonville is going to have a better record than, than the Jets this year? No. Okay. Thank God. Okay. So at least we're a little bit on the same page here. I hated Jacksonville last year a lot because everyone was on them. This year, dude, they paid so much money for Christian Kirk, right? They got Marvin Jones in here still. They got Evan Ingram. They got Travis Etienne as their number one slotted running back coming off an injury and James Robinson as second. We know he hasn't been happy there. He's off an injury too as well. Jawan Taylor is a right tackle. I mean, they just talk about misfits, bro. Is Devin Lloyd even playing this year? Uh, Is he hurt? Is he playing? Uh, Josh Allen now as a linebacker. They got Fatukasi. Shout out, you know, Jets on on the on the D line. The guy who we cut, like the cut, like I, yep. I, I don't I don't know. There's a there's a lot, you know. Shaq Griffin as as um as a slot. Okay, I don't know, dude. I I think this team's gonna be so bad. I, Brandon Scherf is the right guard, and everyone's hyped. I think this might be the one of the worst teams in the league. I think so too. And plus two twenty five to be fourth in the division is the almost the easiest bet of ever in the entire league. I like that. Easiest bet. So go ahead, go on the Titans. But I just I couldn't get over it. Plus two plus money to be fourth for what? <laughs> like I don't, I don't get it, dude. I just think the tight. I think the Titans are gonna have. Oh crap! I just closed that on my thing. Um, I think Titans are just gonna have a down year. I think they they were the number one team in the AFC. You were talking about it last year or earlier about how. Year to year, some teams go from first to worst. Some teams just fall off. I think the Titans have the, you know, the ability to fall off this year compared to last year. I think they had a lot of close defensive led wins. Um, and I just don't see it this year. I think their defense is maybe marginally improved, maybe not. You know, Bud Dupree is a year removed now from coming back from his injury. He only had three sacks last year. Maybe another, what's up? They ain't resigned. Like he's gonna be a free agent after the season. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. It's a big deal. That's a big deal. You don't want to. You yeah. don't want to. You know, they have no faith. Yeah, yeah. They gave a huge contract to another guy in their division too, as well. Another uh, linebacker um, on their team as well. So they're picking that linebacker over Bud Dupree. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I think they just have a Definitely. couple opportunities here. The other issue too is that this year again they were the number one seed, so they have like we talked about earlier all the number one seeds from other divisions. So you're having a really really tough schedule. Um, Derrick Henry, he's back and he's healthy, but for how long we don't know. You send AJ Brown, who's one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the league, to the Philadelphia Eagles for okay. Traylon Burks, who could be good, could also not be good. Robert Woods is there coming off an injury. No really tight ends there to speak of, even though you had John Austin, Austin Hooper. Yeah, Austin Hooper's there. Okay, that's nice. Just I think, the, <laughs> yeah, I think the offensive line's not as good as it used to be. I think the defensive line's not as used to be, as you know as it used to be. I think they had a shot to win it a year or two ago. 
even last year when Derrick Henry came back and they tried to make their push, they kind of puked all over themselves with Ryan Tannehill throwing three interceptions against the Bengals. You know, I, I like Ryan Tannehill. I, I just don't know if he's the guy to carry your team to a playoffs. I think he's a guy that you can get to the playoffs with if you have a good team around it. I don't really see him carrying this team to the playoffs. I don't really see him carrying this team to over eight and a half, nine and a half, ten and a half wins. I think there's a legit shot that they're below 500 this year, looking at the schedule and looking at what they have coming back and what they brought in. There's a lot of question marks all over this team. I'm not buying it. Uh, I wonder what their odds are to play second in their division because I think there's a legit shot that that happens no, just, just because the other teams I don't think are. It was plus 350 to be third. Uh, I think that would look like the best. Yeah. Um, in terms of value. But I mean, just all throughout, all throughout their schedule, just very tough, very tough games. There's no real three or four week period where you have an easy break. So, what place did you want them? Second, probably like minus three hundred. Yeah, I lost it. That's all right. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, first is plus one seventy five. Second is plus one forty. Third is plus three sixty, and fourth is plus one thousand for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. So if anything, I would take them to come in second. But even then, I'm not too sure about it. Just because like you said the Texans might be a little sneaky, sneak up on them. I mean, they do have some really uh, fun exact order, which we'll get to at the end here. Uh, just you know, when we're closing it oh, out. Oh yeah. I mean, for this one, I, the way we talked about it by the teams that we like, if we do the Colts first, Houston second, Tennessee third, and the Jacksonville Jaguars fourth, that's plus 3,500. Get, get one division right. It's pretty nice, man. That's pretty yeah, it's nice. worth a $25 bet. So that leaves us to – honestly, we saved the best for last. This oh, is yeah. easily the best division not only in football, might be in all of sports. <laughs> I think this is literally the best division in all of the sports. I am so excited to watch it. I think there's a clear winner, as crazy as it sounds, in this division. But I think it's going to be crazy. And as much as I want to say three teams out of this division are going to make the playoffs, there is a possibility that they beat each other up so much in terms of actual physicality, but more in terms of losses. Yeah, that it's actually impossible for them to, for them to get three teams because it's not only them; they also have other, you know, pretty good games to play. Like, I don't know, they're playing the Bills, some of them, right? I mean, they're split, right, with the AFC East. They got they got a couple hard games. For me, the easiest winner to pick straight up off the bat is the Chargers. That and it's funny, right? Me. No, it's funny because everyone says fade them, fade them, fade. I'm the fade them guy. Last year, it was the Chargers. Last year, it was the, the Chargers are the hot team. They got this. It's a lock. You got to take the Chargers. They're going to upset everyone. I think that they were just one year off, man. I think everyone was just one year off. Not only did they get Khalil Mack, not only did they get Jackson, who we mentioned from the Patriots, they got better at almost every phase of this team, man. I I am so excited about the Chargers. I so excited that I honestly think as crazy as it sounds, Greg, they might even have home fans this year. 
because of how good they are. A player like Austin Eckler, the rookie Isaiah Spiller, Josh Kelly now third string. He's an afterthought, right? Yep. Corey Lindsley, our boy from Green Bay. Zion Johnson, they're calling him an anomaly, the right guard that they got, who we loved, you know, during the whole draft. He's doing amazing. Rayshon yeah, Slater. College, yeah. Rayshon Slater, the left tackle from Northwestern that we love. Yep. He's killing it. Mike Williams got that contract extension. Keenan Allen, ever heard of him? Like, they are absolute monsters, dude, all throughout the offense. And we know that Justin Herbert's an actual beast. The defense, they have straight-up names, bro. Bryce Callahan, Asante Samuel Jr., Derwin James, best safety in the league, J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, I mean, Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa. (laughs) I mentioned they Bosa. Like, that's it. That's wild. So, for me, it's easy. I know this Patrick Mahomes. To me, they're depleted on offense and defense. I don't think they're going to be the same. Let's not forget the tragedy that the team went through. Okay? Andy Reid, all the stuff. Ego now. Apparently, Eric B. can't get a job anywhere because they think he stinks. Right? That's the news that came out. I mean, things are weird in Kansas City, in my opinion. You got Denver. Who knows? Uh, Denver's my second. I think they're going to be number two. I really like Denver. I want to hear your thoughts on there. And then you have Oakland, who do, they don't even have an offensive line. They literally don't have one. Yeah, they just caught their what their first round pick from last year. This Leatherwood. Leatherwood. And, when, and dude, when we were – I wish we had a podcast at the time because when we were talking about Leatherwood being drafted in the first round, that was so dumb. Everyone called us dumb for not knowing and we don't know and we don't see and uh, we can't read. All this nonsense. He stinks. Yeah. Raiders stink at drafting. So this for me, it's really Chargers are a bust for them. If they don't win this year, if they don't win the division this year, what, where's their hope? Where's the hope for the Chargers? It can't get you. better than this. I'm with you 100%. I like the Chargers. I have the Chargers alternate over. Is it Chargers alternate over is 10 and a half at plus 105. I love that. Again, if you're, if you're new to the, you know, betting and stuff like that, I take a lot of the alternates because the, the over underlines that Vegas has give out. So many people have bet the over. It gets juiced up. So instead of, so instead of betting $110 to 100, you have to bet like 160 or 150, 170, whatever it might be. So I just go up another win, take the alternate, and then you get back to plus money, which is where I like to be. So, um, definitely taking the Chargers over 10 and a half. I agree with you. I'm taking the Chargers every way. I'm taking them to win the conference. I'm taking them to win the Super Bowl. I'm taking Herbert to be MVP. I agree with you that if it's not this year, I don't know when it is. I think the, the Chiefs, I had the under on them last year. I think they were weak last year. I think they surprised a lot of people. They won that incredible run in the middle to end part of the season and they got the job done. They did what they needed to do. I don't know if they have it again this year. I think Pat Mahomes is a little suspect at some points. Tyreek Hill is gone. Kelsey's a year older. I mean, if you just look at their wide receiver core, their wide receiver score, their core is crazy. With- Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Juju, Juju and Sammy Watkins and Sky Moore, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a squad. Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling, McCall Hardman. Nothing to, nothing to sneeze at, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but it's all wide receiver threes. It's none of no. There's no wide receiver ones and twos on that team. You think Juju is a three? I think at this point, I think he wasn't in, in Pittsburgh. That's why he's gone. You think that could have just been that he had a lot of good wide receivers on him and Big Ben was weird? No, nah, I think I honestly think he's like injured. I think he has like something weird going on with his knee and stuff like that. I think okay. he's. I think he's like an old 24. It's like weird because okay. he was like one of the youngest guys in the league for the longest time. 
but I think he got old very fast. I think he wasn't the same when Antonio Brown left because now he was getting the coverage. Um, I don't think that he's like a true number one, even really number two. Sky Moore maybe can be a number one or number two. I always comped him to Cooper Cup kind of, but again, he's a rookie. Um, Not going to be a deep presence kind of guy. I think going to be more work in the middle of the field, stuff like that. So um, like I said, I think it's now or never. I love the Las Vegas Raiders, but I started doing research. I started looking into everything. I can't bet them. I can't bet the over or them to make the playoffs in good conscience. A couple stats I have here. From 1999 to 2020, 20 teams have won at least 10 games and had four losses by double-digit margins. Half Half those teams declined at least three wins with an average of five wins the following season. Las Vegas Raiders were the only team in the NFL to meet those criteria. Yeah, tough. Um, there's tough. a couple others. There's a couple other things like that, but that one really stood out to me, um, especially because the average decline was five wins. They kind of snuck into the playoffs last year with that crazy run at the end under uh, Rich Pasekia. I don't think it happens this year. Rookie head coaches we talked about all the time. Last year, the Chargers had a rookie head coach. That's why I think it was crazy to have all the hype around them. This year, second-year coach learns a lot from a lot of his mistakes, including the mistake that cost him making the playoffs. I think the Chargers make it in. I like the Raiders under uh, with Josh McDaniel's first year. Um, was it under eight and a half? Is minus one five. First year head coach. Nope. Yeah, I agree with you on all that, which leads us to Denver. And Denver is a really crazy, tough team to project because we know what we think of Russell Wilson, but then there's also last year's Russell Wilson, right? And you can't deny what he did last year. He stalked last year. With, but we could say Seattle stalked. Right, but yep. was it Russell or was it Seattle? Was Russell Wilson just a deodorant for so many years and he just couldn't, you know, you know, the deodorant ran out, the spray ran out, and so that's why he moved. He's got a squad again. He's got one of the best defenses again, and they were talking about how it's different when you have a quarterback on the other side. Like Pat Sertain, yes. Bradley Chubb, Randy Gregory, Deshaun Williams, DJ Jones. I mean, they have a squad, man. Justin Simmons, Ronald Darby. I mean, they they have a team, and they they specifically said the Patrick Sertan as well. I think right. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I said he. I mean, they're beat. He's, he's one of the best corners in the league. Yeah, they're gonna have a legit defense, and you have the you have the altitude advantage. They have a good home field in general, and now you have Russell Wilson, dude. He's gonna make Sutton look like a beast. He's gonna make Jerry Judy be really good. He's gonna make KJ Hamler be a, literally a household name. Like I really truly believe that. Of course, Javante Williams killing it. Our guy, Michael Carter's uh, other running back in North Carolina. Melvin Gordon is the backup. You got a good offensive line with Christian Barry and Billy Turner. I, I, I'm i scared of them, to be honest with you. I'm scared of them. Luckily, luckily, Greg, DraftKings has this weird prop where it says top two in the division without naming who's who. Just, okay. just, just the one and two. Broncos Chargers are plus 400. Might be the best bet in the entire league after Jaguars fourth place. Jaguars fourth place and Broncos Chargers to be one and two, regardless of who's one and two, I think might be the best two bets in the league. I like that. I don't have anything on the Broncos. No, I've said on here, I've had I've said on Nick Jets, et cetera. I think Russell Wilson's not a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. This is the year to prove it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong for another year or two while he's with a reloaded team in Denver. Um, but 
I just don't see it anymore. I think Russell Wilson's old. I think he's had a great career. I just I can't see him throwing 40 touchdowns this year for 5,000 yards. I just can't see it. Um, but what I can see is Javante Williams over six and a half TDs. I think he's a premier running back in the NFL at this point. It's his second year. I think he was great at UNC. I think that over six and a half is really doable. It's a touchdown every other game. So that's my bet here. I'm also taking uh, Hunter Renfro. I talked about, you know, Derek Carr earlier. I think Hunter Renfro is an incredible talent. I've talked about him before during when James made it popular to talk about Hunter Renfro over 800 yards. I think it's a steal. I think a lot of players, I think Adams was over 1200. I think uh, Waller was over 900. Hunter Renfro over 800. I'll take that all day. I think that's it for my prop as I think that's it for what I have in this division. The only other prop that I missed earlier, Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner over one and a half interceptions. Easiest oh, bet. Oh, wow. Easiest bet. Or if they don't throw to him, Greg. That's my only question is <laughs> quarterbacks need to be man enough to throw the ball to him in order to get two interceptions. So I'm nervous about that because he's such a dominant force out on the field. But You heard it here, folks. We'll get your sauce sauce, barbecue buffalo at B-dubs, bro. You <laughs> yeah. heard it here first. All right, yeah, so Johnny, the, I was going to say, anything other? Or can we recap? Because I have a couple other things I don't think I mentioned. So Give, me, give us the features. I'm going to recap with – I feel like we can have uh, consent on the top two teams. I'm going to give the top two bets because uh, I feel like that can kind of close us off. But if you have any features, just rattle them off right now. Yeah, so again, char- Chargers to win the AFC plus 850, Colts plus 1,200. Division parlay. I like the Ravens, Colts, Chargers, Bills at plus 2,000. Um, MVP player of the year, Justin Herbert, MVP plus 900. Jonathan Taylor plus 5,000. I think that if they go all the way this year, there's a legit shot. He has, you know, 17, 1800 yards, a bunch of touchdowns, and the Colts ride him. What's up? Doesn't count though for, oh, you said, you said Super Bowl MVP? No, just MVP of the regular season. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, I think, like I said, if they make it to the Super Bowl, I think there's a legit shot. They ride him all year, and oh, he's, okay. he's there. So plus 5,000. And then I don't have it uh, in New York, but we talked about it before. Jets Offensive Player of the Year, so that's Michael Carter, or not Michael Carter, uh, Brees Hall, I think plus 800 is his odds. I love that. And then Defensive Player of the Year for the Jets. So between Sauce, Sauce Gardner plus 800 or uh, Johnson's plus 1,000. I like either of those. I think both, all three of those guys have a legit shot at winning it. Um, based on their talent as well as the opportunity they're going to get this year. I think they're all going to get a ton of playing time. I think they're all going to get schemed for, and the teams are going to lead, lean on them a ton. We're not a Super Bowl contending team. We're a developing team, so we're going to need young players to play a lot and show us what they have. So I think uh, you know Johnson and Sauce are going to get a ton of opportunities on defense. If the defense is willing to throw it to Sauce, we'll see on that. And then I think uh, Brees Hall is going to get a ton of carries this year, along with Michael Carter in the offense for the Jets. I love the Brees Hall offense because there's not many starting rookie quarterbacks. That's really what you have to worry about here. Uh, that- yeah, that's true. Right. Like Kenny Pickett, uh, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, all backups right now. So you don't have to worry about a Trevor Lawrence or a exactly. Zach Wilson or something like that. Someone's going to start right away. That's the thing. And there's no huge wide receivers. I mean, we know the names. But there's no one right now that we're like super worried about. Kenneth Walker injured as well. The you know the running back after Brees Hall. Yeah. Brees Hall is some nice value right now. Yeah. All right, I, I like it, man. Just to wrap up, I mentioned 
a couple of uh, two-team, they're called dual forecast bets on DraftKings, where we have the one-two team. Look, we have some consent for the most part on the one-two teams. Yep. So if you're here listening, you could take Denver LA Chargers at plus 400, either of them to be one and two. You could take the Colts and, and Texans to be one and two at plus 1600. That's pretty nice. You could take Raven Cincinnati at plus 115. Either one at one, two might be one of the best bets on I the like entire that. board. And lastly, I mean, this is a tough one for me, but if you could, you could take the Bills Jets at one and two at plus 1000, that one's fun. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you take the favorites and your team. I feel like that's a fun one to take. Yeah, but that's pretty much it for the AFC, man. Any other final thoughts here? No, Chargers plus fourteen hundred win the Super Bowl. Colts plus twenty two hundred win the Super Bowl. Do you have any Super Bowl picks for the AFC? Man, it's so hard for me to think about it right now. Off the dome, I'm gonna go Chargers or Broncos. I think it's coming out of the West. Yeah, I mean, to me, like that's why I like the Colts, just because all the divisions, like I said, I think are pretty tough, and the Colts don't really have a tough division. I like the Colts too. I like the Colts too. Um, I like all the yeah, teams. If if you haven't looked for yourself right now, Bills plus six hundred, Chiefs a thousand, Chargers fourteen hundred, Broncos seventeen hundred, Ravens two thousand. Not enough. Oh, that's not enough for me. You know, I mean, I'd rather take the one and two division. You know, for. I think Chargers plus fourteen hundred. I think that's that, that's, that's but to win it or to make it to win it. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I feel like by week seven it could be lower. You know what I mean? The, yeah, the, thing that's true. the thing, the thing with the division bets is they lock in. You can't bet them anymore. So keep that in mind here. Yeah, I think that's a great point to follow us all season because we will be every single week going over all the games as well as any other future bets that we have throughout the year. Yeah, and you know we got hyped like last year. We got super hyped about Carolina, right? Because there was a chance there was a there was like a, a window for them. We started taking like penny bets to win million dollar parlays with them winning the division. Yeah, obviously it didn't happen. But with Cam Newton coming, it could have. Yeah, right? it, it could have. There was a possibility. So we'll keep an eye on that, and also please keep an eye on the Knicks comma Jets comma etc period YouTube page. Subscribe, like. We got the Jets pods. We got the Knicks pods. There's a cut day. Whether it's R.J. Barrett and Donovan Mitchell. Or whether it's winning picks weekly, whether it's the college bets, the previews for the conferences. Now we got week one college coming up, whether it's the previews for the NFL, we got week one coming up. I mean, we are flowing content out here. Shout out yeah. to our <laughs> shout out to our audio uh, audio producer, the guy who makes the music, Ricey K, Ricey the Raisin Man. Definitely check his stuff out. YouTube, he makes some incredible TikToks. <laughs> whether it's for food, whether it's making fun of people, he's out there. Check out our guy Alex, the Tratocaster, Knicks Fan TV. I mean, he was there with CP last night, got zillions of views out there, Ooh. killing it, holding it down. Chip Murphy 7 on Twitter, writing creamers on the New Mexico State, and he's going to be giving you all the weird stuff. Syracuse, he's all over the college beat. And of course, you know what it is winning P weekly on Twitter. Check us out. We love you guys. Let us know what you got. Let us know what you think. And that's it. We out. See you guys next time for a little NFC conference preview. Then week one, baby. Let's go Jets.
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.